Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to another episode of the War Room Podcast and ECU Podcast. Happy New Year to T Cop. Happy New Year, Big E. What's going on? I ain't nothing much, man. Just uh, another week of good football. We got to the what would have normally been the end of the regular season football, but now we get this extra week. True. Going to week 18. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and hey, we'll get to talking about that, but let's, you know, essentially pay the bills first. But bet online, you know, betonline.com. They've been covering throughout this holiday season all types of different sports. You can head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season, I guess now, but also the 2021, wrapping that up into 2022. So, T-Cop, tell me what stood out to you over the weekend. Man. A lot, a <laughs> lot. I can say a lot, especially with these games. Again, you still, everything is still wishy-washy. Oh, yeah. You have so many different variables that are going to come into play about who makes it to the playoffs, yeah. who's going to have home field, mm-hmm. who won their divisions, and stuff like that. Well, we kind of know who's going to win the divisions over the past few weeks based off previous games. But the teams that fall underneath those people that won the division, that's a, such, uh, such a shakeup. So many, if this team wins or this team loses or if this team ties, this team holds the tiebreaker over this team and mm-hmm. this team holds the head-to-head and all these different things. So it's going to be interesting going to this week 18 to see how everything plays itself out. Yeah, and then the, the A-B situation, which we'll get to that a little later on, but gosh, that was different. different. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely different, you know. We've never seen that. You know, hey, so I coach football on a semi-pro level. You'll see that stuff all the time on that. Yeah. Because obviously nobody's being paid. Nobody's there's no big stakes. Uh it's just adults playing recreational football to a certain extent. So guys get mad about playing time yeah. or not, I guess, being stars. But here it is, you have a star who's mm-hmm. asked being asked to play. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to play because of potential injury. A lot of he say, she say. But we'll get into that a little bit later in the show. But we're going to jump. There was no Thursday night football, right? If nope, I'm not nope, mistaken. No Thursday there was, night. There was nothing on Saturday. So mm-hmm. we're going to jump straight to Sunday. And I think we had Philly and the Redskins up first, where Philly all of a sudden found somewhat of a groove, it seems like. And they're playing football, which makes the future look bright for them. Uh, well, Philly beat the, I say Redskins, I apologize again, people, but the Washington football team, uh, Philly beat them 20 to 16, kind of late game heroics, if you want to call it that, but they won the game. What did you see in that game that uh, stood out to you? You know, I just want to give a shout out to to coach Nick Sirianni. That's your guy, right? That's my receiver coach when I was in Kansas City. And I mentioned this before, and that's Coach Sirianni, that is the Philadelphia Eagles head coach. This is first year coach from head coach. And they're going to the playoffs. They are in. They're in the playoffs. And it's crazy because when you see somebody go from the bottom. And that's where they were at. To <laughs> where, not just the team, but I'm talking about Coach Nick. Yeah, but talk to me. Tell man, me about Biggie, him. Man, this guy, which I can call him this guy, but Coach Nick, man, I seen when he first got into the league. And he was basically not to 
degrade anybody's position, but he was basically the do boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying for for the coaching staff when the coaches need papers ran off. He was a graduate assistant in the NFL. The, he was that guy. You know, so you seen all the hard work he's done to get to that point, and then for him to to go from being quote unquote do boy, no disrespect, but to then he becoming the the receiver coach. Mm-hmm. And then after receiver coach, now he's whatever he was doing after I retired. And then to the point he get to the point to where now he's the head coach for the Eagles. And they started out so shaky, so <laughs> shaky. I'm like, man, I don't know if I mean, you 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 appreciate him being there. But you was like high starting off. I don't know. I don't know. Right. But the fact that they made the playoffs his first year there mm-hmm. after starting the way they did. Man, my hat go off to him, and I'm I'm super excited for him. Super excited for the Eagles and the Eagle fans. Um, I think that's a big deal. I'm not excited for the Eagles or the Eagles fans, <laughs> obviously, because I'm a Cowboys fan, so yeah. we're in the same division. But it is I, I'm excited for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, uh, the way he was somewhat done at Alabama, I wasn't a fan of, mm-hmm. and then he went to Oklahoma, which I'm a uh, Oklahoma fan. Uh, before ECU came into the picture, I was big on Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I still follow them for sure. Um, but for them to go where they were from, like you said, at the beginning of the season, it was very shaky. And to get into the playoffs, it's not like they had the best record in the world. They're 9-7. and seven, But at the end of the day, playoffs are, is what you're playing That's for. That's it. So you get a chance for the second season during the season and, you know, win or go home. But looking at the game, uh, Jalen Hurts was 17 for 26 214 yards, no turnovers, which is a great thing for him. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest things in football that you can have. And then it goes down to Washington having a turnover late in the game, which kind of makes it, you know, it, it goes back to what we say is protect the ball and you normally have a chance to win. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. They uh, scored those six points in the fourth quarter to take the victory. Did you see after the game when Jalen Hurts was walking off the field and the fans were like Failed. reaching over and it almost <laughs> took him out? For real. Could you imagine what that – he, he could have been able to – he would have sued the mess out of the, the Washington football team for sure. Who do you sue? So tell me this. It has been crazy lawsuits because the fans probably would have sued. Yeah. He's going to sue. Mm-hmm. So they would just been cutting checks because there's no way they can win that argument. No it's way. on tape. You see it. It should be a barrier that should be able to bear some weight. And obviously they're not supposed to be leaning over it. Then you have the event staff people who took forever to get over there to get people away from Jalen Hurts. And then with all the COVID protocols, do you want all of these people around your star quarterback? That's true. And right after a game? And then if you get into all the suing part of it, I'm suing the people that actually put defense up there. That too. <laughs> they're coming. So, <laughs> so at the end of the day, I mean, they're getting paid. Somebody's supposed to get paid. And someone probably still will get paid. I'm, I'm, I'm almost a thousand percent sure yeah. there's somebody that broke a pinky. Allegedly, yeah. that's going to pursue some type of charges, even though they got up hugging hurts. Mm-hmm. They realized when they got home, wait a minute, my hip hurt. For real. <laughs> you know, For somebody's going to do it without a doubt. But, you know, Philly made it in. They beat the Washington football team, which is not a very good team. Uh, shout out to V for having such a sorry team. Um, <laughs> moving on to the next game, you have the Chargers and the Ravens, where the Ravens got a victory 20 to 19. Very close game. No, nope. Ravens wait, 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 wait. sent you well, that. I'm hat. sorry. Hold up. The Ravens got beat 2019. I wrote it up there uh, wrong. Uh, <laughs> Malfunction on me. I wrote it up there that's wrong. It, that's it. Okay, this is 100% sure. I apologize for that. They did lose. So you have, um, matter of fact, they lost to the, the Rams, does it not? They lost to the Chargers. No. They lost to the Rams. 
Man, what am I looking at? I don't know. You good today? Dang. <laughs> you good today? Oh, you all right? Look you, at this, man. You need a little nap. It seemed that way, don't it? <laughs> so people get teacup for now. <laughs> but, uh, but you go down to that game, obviously, to, to for L.A. to pull off those points in the fourth, the 13 points that they needed to have in the fourth quarter, or they would have lost. Uh, my biggest thing, man, is really I'm just excited about Odell Beckham getting into the box. True. That True. makes it, I mean, as someone posted on the War Room podcast page about, you know, 27 games or so with the Browns and seven touchdowns and then like four games with the Rams and it's five touchdowns. And, you know, and it's good to see him looking like he's having fun again. I like his celebration where he laid on the ground and like revived mm-hmm. himself and is just basically saying that, hey, I'm back. Don't sleep on me. I hope it continues and they have success. Matt Stafford was 26 for 35, 309, two touchdowns. Unfortunately, he threw two interceptions, but. He was going against a Huntley who was 20 for 32 for 197 in an interception as well. So Stafford did what he was supposed to do. That extra touchdown obviously helped out for sure. Uh, when you go down and look at it, the turnovers and everything was kind of crazy. The the time of possession was in the shape in was uh for the Ravens. How many plays was for the Ravens? Third down efficiency was terrible for both teams. They literally got lucky and kind of just gritted out. They outlasted the Ravens ultimately. Yeah, and, and going back to the Odell Beckham, Beckham situation, I like the fact the more he's learning that offense, the more they can move him around in the offense and they oh, can yeah. use him differently. Mm-hmm. The same kind of way they're using Cooper Cup. They move Cooper Cup around a little bit. Uh, they can move Odell Beckham around a little bit. That is why you know I think he's becoming more successful in this offense because they have a head coach and offensive coordinator that knows how to use receivers. For sure. And in Cooper Cup, speaking of him, he has 1,829 yards on the season. With one more game, got to get, what, 171 to I get 2,000? he 2, can do it. He you can think, do it. You think they'll force-feed it to him? You've been force-feeding? Or do they take a break because they're already in the playoffs? Nah. You got to keep going. You got to get don't don't take a, a day off, yeah, right? Once once they get, once the score get out of hand, you see you got the game won, then you pull your starters. But you don't sit. You don't sit no starters because it ain't like they just been killing all year. True. They, they got this momentum from playing. So right. they got to keep playing. playing. The, they're playing the 49ers yeah. um, at L.A., which I'll actually be in attendance at that game. Okay. So I'll get a chance to see the – well, this is not the greatest show on turf anymore, mm-hmm. but there'll be a, a really good team of receivers. I, I want yeah. to see Cooper Cup play. I, I mean, ideally, I'm definitely not a 49ers fan, but I would like to see the Rams and see Odell in person because I haven't seen him in person before. But – Moving on, we got the the Tampa versus the Jets, which, again, we'll get into the A-B situation a little later, but uh, the Tampa Bay or the Tom Brady's won 28-24 uh, over the Jets, which the Jets are not a very good football team anyway, so they probably should have won that game, but they definitely had some sideline controversy that we'll talk about. Was there anything about that game that stood out to you, too? Yeah, this game was a lot closer than what it looks. I mean, it, the score is close, 28-24, but... The game was a lot closer oh, than that. Oh, it was fourth quarter points that won the game. Yeah, the score was um, a lot closer than that. The fourth quarter, Tampa Bay scored 11 points to uh, New Jersey's, not New Jersey's, but New York Jets, mm-hmm. zero. So that's where they won the game in the fourth. For them to be able to rally after the sideline controversy yeah. and to still be able to win, they're poised. I would never bet against Tom Brady. You can't. I would never bet against him. But with you having Godwin out for the year, mm-hmm. you have A.B. not coming back. Mm-hmm. You're down some real good receivers. I just don't know how they're going to hold up when it comes to the playoffs. They're going to feed Gronkowski? They're going to have to do something because they may double Mike Evans out on the side. I mean, outside. And they're going to have to do something with Gronk. But 
I don't know. Well, Grayson hasn't been bad. Uh, he's number 15 for them. He hasn't been bad. And just speaking of that game, the he made numbers. play at the end. Brady was 34 for 50 for 410 and three touchdowns. How is he 44 years old still throwing the ball 50 times a game? Nobody knows. But he threw for three touchdowns, and he did typical Tom Brady. Then as far as running the ball, I was good to see Le'Veon Bell uh, mm-hmm. play some football again. I mean, he's still ruined his career with that whole Pittsburgh thing going back. But Gronkowski has seven catches for 115. Grayson has six for 81. Johnson had four for 50. Mike Evans had four for 47. Perryman had two for 41. And then they were feeding the ball to the backside of the backfield. And then, you know, I mean, Brate, he caught a touchdown. Gronk, uh, Grayson caught a touchdown. Mike Evans caught a touchdown. So now you get to go back to some of those old ways where Mike Evans was the number one guy mm-hmm. when Jameis Winston was the quarterback. True. It was Mike Evans absolutely has it in him to take over a game. So tell me this. He's spreading the ball out like this. Grunk making big plays. You got other guys making big plays. Why was the score so crazy? Why was it so lopsided? You know, I would, you have to say the sideline antics cost a little bit of a problem. Okay. You have to say they probably played down to the Jets. Okay. It's kind of hard to get. I mean, you, you should always get up for a game, but I, I always, I've always second-guessed NFL players. And, and like I said, you, you played a hell of a lot longer than I did. So you're getting paid to play a game. It, I could see it being very easy, knowing that you're going to get paid no matter what at, on the next week when every paychecks come through. So you're just playing for a check, essentially. And then playing down for against a lesser opponent, I can see that happening. And if it was, was it at home? No, it was at the Jets, wasn't it? It was at the Jets. It was at the Jets. So I could, I mean, going to the Jets crib, away game for them, sideline antics, playing down to the Jets, it's very possible that it could be lopsided. You know, I feel like they'll get it together. And they're, I mean, I feel like they're going to rally because they're going to have a point to prove. They're going to want to show that they can win without A.B. Like, we don't need him. True. They're going to have that that fuel. So, we'll see how that plays out. It's, again, you can't bet against Tom Brady. I mean, 410 yards, passing three touchdowns at He's 44 years old. He's going to come back next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilson had a decent day to be a, uh, what is he, a second-year rookie, whatever he is. But he was 19 for 33, 234, 234 and a touchdown. Um, he spread the ball out quite a bit. So, to the Jets, they are looking good for the – no, they're not. I'm not even going to sit here and lie, so they're looking good for the future. But no, they're, they're looking like all. they have a starting point with Wilson. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But let's move on to the, the Raiders and the Colts, where uh, the, the Raiders got the victory 23-20, and Zay Jones had a pretty solid day. Him and Renfro, uh, I know they're being praised in the, the media for basically taking over the game as receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't catch any of that game. Did you catch any of it? I didn't catch that game. I yes. didn't catch that one. But, but I, heard, I saw a lot of highlights, especially with Zay making some plays, uh, Winfro making some plays. And then shout out to the Raiders for for winning that game for, for Coach Madden. Yeah. You know, the passing of Coach Madden. Uh, you know, everybody know he was a a big time coach there, you know, so for the, for them coming through and beating the Colts, which I honestly thought the Colts would win this game. For sure. There's no I way if there's a bunch of them. I mean, Taylor still had him a day. He had twenty carries for one oh eight. And, and as of right now, he's sitting at 17.34. So I don't see him reaching 2,000. He won't. Because uh, he's going to have the, what, 266 yards? I don't really see that happening. Unless they just feed him. That's a lot of yards. Who they play get. next? Oh, man, I'm not sure. But I, I tell you what, I don't think anybody's going to give up that many yards to him. 266 is a lot to get. Well, never mind. They got the Jaguars. I'll tell you something. They got the Jaguars. The, the fans, War Room fans, listen. This is why he could really get the 266 yards. 
For one, they're playing the Jaguars, right? <laughs> yeah. The Jaguars have no chance of getting to the playoffs. And at this point, this is what is in an NFL player mind at this point of the season when they had they don't have no hope. Get out of the game healthy. That is their mindset. There is not a mindset, oh, we're going to go in here and try to dominate this team, get a yeah. win for the last game of the season. That ain't the mindset right now. Yeah, because they're the not Jags. even getting a win for their coach or nothing like exactly. that. They already got rid of him. They're just trying to get out of this game healthy by any means possible because if they're not healthy and they get hurt, guess what? They got to rehab and they got to stay at the facility and rehab the whole offseason. So, oh. yes. So they're trying to get out of this game healthy. Forget winning. They don't have no future <laughs> right now. They're just trying to get out healthy so they can go to Vegas, do whatever they're going to do afterwards and, and, and go off, travel. And coming off such a bad season, yeah, people going into free agency definitely don't need to be hurt. Man, they ain't thinking about this game. They're just trying to get out healthy. 266. He could get it. Yeah, they're going to throw the towel in. They're going to throw the towel in, I'm telling you. Well, you know, the, the Colts are actually, no, not the Colts, but uh, yeah, the Jaguars are completely done. They're done. They're like, what, two wins maybe? Yeah, so they're completely done. So they got a chance. You know, speaking of uh, Jonathan Taylor, like you said, a 20 carries for 108, averaging 5.4. He still has to be in conversation for MVP, no? No. Why? Because he's not a quarterback? No, he, exactly. He, he did a great job. He's in the running for Offensive Player of the Year. Well, that's given. He has but that. he's not going to get MVP, and he may not get Offensive Player of the Year. The MVP may go to either or Brady or Rodgers, or Rogers, and the other one may get Offensive Player of the Year. So they need to do make – like Deion Sanders said, they need to make most valuable quarterback and then give that award out and then go to an MVP because <laughs> exactly. they're going to always give it to the highest paid people in the league, which are the quarterbacks, is what his argument was. You got two of the best quarterbacks right now playing at the top of their game, mm-hmm. Brady and Rodgers. Would not would the NFL not make it right for them both to get an award? They might. They might. I just don't think that Taylor will get MVP at all. Cooper Cup, offense player of the year. Man. Yeah. <laughs> he got like 15 touchdowns and he's close to 2,000 yards receiving. They when both need 200 yards, rough, 200 and some change to reach 2,000. When was the last time receiver got player of the year, offensive player of the year? I don't know. That's a good idea. I mean, that's a good question. I, I mean, we, don't it, know. May been, it may have been recently, but I just can't remember. <sighs> I can't remember. I, I, don't, I don't recall. Ever. I don't remember. I mean, the one that sticks out to me is to say that, was it Calvin Johnson when he had the 2,000-yard uh, year? Mm-hmm. Um, ah. Did Randy Moss win anything when he had, like, 18 touchdowns or something like that when he was uh, with the uh, the Patriots? I'd be lying to you, bro. Like, I, I really don't know when – I just my back of my mind is always a freaking quarterback. This is period. It's just always a quarterback, man. And and it sucks because when you sit back and look at it, there's so many players that make those guys look good. You know what? The boy that played for the Saints, didn't he win Offensive Player of the Year in 2019? Who? The receiver. He's not even playing this year. 2019. Didn't he win it in 2019? He may. Mike Thomas. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. It was him. Derrick Henry won it last year. Derrick Henry won it last year. And Patrick Mahomes won it sometime in there. He won MVP. Patrick Mahomes. No, he was. Well, did he win both? 
2018. Todd Gurley, 2017, 252 stand-up. Mm-hmm. He won in 2017. Matt Ryan won in 2016. Cam Newton won in 2015. DeMarco Murray won in 2014. Peyton Manning in 2013. Adrian Peterson in 2012. So as far as the receivers, and the since 2001, there's been one receiver win offensive player of the year, and that was Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. That's crazy. I mean, he had a great year that year, too. He did. So, I mean, going back, looking down the list, Jerry Rice won it in 93. Is that it? Jerry Rice won it in 87. Yeah, uh, there's only been three since 1972. That's, Jerry Rice was two of them. That's crazy. It is crazy. That's crazy. Because you would have thought Calvin I wonder who competed with Calvin Johnson that year. Maybe just because he played for the Lions and they were terrible. But Was it Adrian Peterson? It might have been. Yeah, was that his 2,000-yard year? I don't know. We would have to go deep and look into yeah. that. But we're going to move on check the next <laughs> game. We got Kansas City versus the Bengals. The Bengals got the victory, 34-31. to I feel like that was some late-game uh, heroics going on in that game, too. Uh, that was a very different ending, but it made for great football. And Joe Burrows is legit. I don't care what he, nobody says. He's, Joe Burrows legit. Joe Burrow got the confidence – I was just talking about this yesterday. Joe Burrow has the confidence of Aaron Rodgers, and he had the chip in his shoulder like a Brady. He's a first-round draft pick, but he played with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Like he was a like I mean, he was undrafted. His first year was taken away with the ACL, so he didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then for him to go to the Bengals, nobody really gave him a chance. Yeah. I know I was one of them. True. I was like, there's no way. But 30 for 39, 446 yards, four touchdowns. He's killing it. He's consistently killing it. Yeah. yeah. But this goes back to even when it comes to the uh, the Chiefs. They are, I felt like the Chiefs was starting to become head and shoulders above all these other teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily saying they're going back to the Super Bowl, but I started like the Chiefs of old. But now, like, just how this season been going, forget, forget what I'm talking about, the Chiefs. Let's look at every team. The only team that has been consistently dominant when I say dominant, I'm talking about consistently winning. It's the Packers. Everybody else in the NFL has been ups and downs. One year great, next year mediocre, one not bad and back great. Then. Not even years. This season, games, like you have one team that lose three straight, then they come back and reel off seven. Mm-hmm. Or like the whole season just been inconsistent with all these teams. Like you don't know who will win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, it literally was like, you you couldn't just be like, take it to the bank. This is what it's going to be. Exactly. And that made for that made for interesting football. That's yep. a good thing as a fan of football. Period. In the NFL, your team or not, it made it interesting to see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it made for like every week we had good football. Every week, that's true. There was good football because those teams that weren't supposed to lose or you thought would win and blah 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 blah. You can run it down the list. I mean, the reasons. But thirty four to thirty one victory. Chiefs are now eleven and five. Bengals are ten and six. And again, like I said, Joe Burrow's thirty for thirty nine, four forty six, and four touchdowns. Are the Bengals the real deal? Yes, they have to be because the confidence on a thousand. Because nobody expected them to do it. True. How about this day? Jamar Chase, eleven receptions for two sixty six, twenty four point two average, and three touchdowns. How many yards he have? Chase, 266. No, I'm talking about overall. Oh, overall, right around 1,500. He may get rookie. He's going to get rookie of the year. Is he a rookie? Yeah, he is a rookie. He's a rookie. Yeah. That's locked up. Like, he got that locked up. 21 years old. 
<laughs> I said, go ahead and extend his contract now. Yeah. But uh, but uh, but now they're really really good too, and they got Higgins who's been balling, and they get the ball out of the backfield to Mixon often. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's a run and catch threat. Mm-hmm. So they have a the tight end gets gets several reps. He gets the ball thrown to him a lot. So they have the recipe to be successful, and their defense has defense hasn't been terrible. Um, when you sit there and look at it, I mean they. The Chiefs, one thing that I've noticed about the Chiefs in the past few weeks, they've been winning, although they lost this game, mm-hmm. but they have been very undisciplined when it came to it comes to the penalties. And I hope that doesn't bite them in the butt going down the road. It could. But, I mean, they've been averaging roughly 8 to 10, 11 penalties per game almost, it seems like. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, let's jump down to Carolina and the Saints, which is a game that really, you know, I – who really cares about it? The Saints won eighteen to ten. Um, the reason why I like this game is because you play it, for the Saints. <laughs> not just that, but it's just the fact that it keeps the Saints hope alive when it comes to the playoffs. Yes, they're in the hunt. Like so, so the fact that I, that I do a Saints podcast, I know all the ins and outs and all the things they're going through and mm-hmm. went through this season. Mm-hmm. Like they was down to their fourth string quarterback last yeah, I mean, week. Yeah, I mean, Taysom Hill, he's just 17 for 28 for 222 and a touchdown. He didn't turn the ball over, so that's a good. You know, I'm glad Taysom Hill's playing this. He didn't play last week. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's been like that. They've been having so many injuries. Like they hold almost their whole offensive line. Both of their tackles are injured. They haven't played in like a few weeks. You know, so and then the the quarterback is injured. It was a game where the whole coaching staff was on the COVID list. They couldn't, so the whole coaching staff weren't there at one of the games. <laughs> and then there's another game where the head coach is on the COVID list. He wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. So they just been going through so much adversity this year and then to still be in the playoff hunt. That's why I like this team, the Saints. Not saying they're going to they're gonna go to the Super Bowl, right. go deep into the playoffs. But the fact that they make the playoffs, I think Coach Payton should get Coach of the Year. No. I mean, and I hate to he, – he definitely put together some things because mm-hmm. it shows the coach in order to get there. But you got to love Tennessee's coach, Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. I, I like Vrabel. Come on now. That team, none of us said – there's not a person outside of the Tennessee fan base that said that they would still be in the in power rankings every week after Derrick Henry went down. Yeah. They still be making it happen. Name another player after Derrick Henry outside of the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they got some couple good players. You got Brown. Then you got Julio. Yeah, he's been hurt all the time. Yeah. But then you look at the quarterback that has to get the ball to them. Yeah. You would have never, you know, give say he'll get it done. Have we seen the end of Cam Newton? I think so. He had one carry for five yards in the game. Uh, obviously, Sam Darnold came back and he played quarterback, 17 for 26, 132 in the interception. So he didn't like the scoreboard up or the stat book at all. So I, I don't think you've seen Cam. You wouldn't see Cam anyway if Donald didn't get hurt from the jump. For sure. I think Cam. I think Cam career was over with before this year. No, he could have ended up in Jacksonville or something like that. But, but this is how I'm looking at it. If you're Jacksonville, is Cam Newton your savior? No, I mean, but you needed somebody. I mean, they got a first rounder. Let him take his bumps and bruises and this let him true. let him get the experience. But you got to build around him. But truthfully, I just feel like Cam Newton, and I'm not hating on him because I, I like Cam, but I don't like him at quarterback. But no I like more, Cam. No more. I never liked him at quarterback. Really? 
Never. He won MVP one year. I still don't like him at quarterback. I, I like him as a football player. I know I it sounds too. weird. He's a, he's a, no, it's, it doesn't. I'm a Tim Tebow guy, and he was a terrible quarterback. Yeah, Cam, but I like to see him win. And Cam has stats, but I just me being a receiver. I used to hate how Cam threw. Cam would throw a bullet to you, and you five yards away running a shallow cross in front of him, and he's throwing a bullet to you. Every throw he make is a bullet. As a receiver, I don't know if I like that. You got to put some touch on it. Yeah, give me some yeah, touch. For sure. I mean, we'll see how it plays out, but I, I agree with you and say it's probably the end of Cam if he's not willing to take a legit backup role in vet minimum. So exactly. We'll see how that goes. Well, Arizona and Dallas, uh, the Cardinals won 25 to 22. Uh I don't want to really talk about it, but I guess this, we have to. We got to talk about it. Yeah. Because when they're doing good, we talk about it. So <laughs> I think this was truthfully a statement win for the Cardinals. Because the Cowboys, to me, I feel like the Cowboys have all the potential in the world. Mm-hmm. All the potential. But for the Cardinals to be kind of going through the stuff they was going through. Yeah. And then to put together a game and beat the Cowboys the way they beat them. You know, I mean. I think it's a statement win for the Cardinals. Now, do I think the Cardinals are back? I don't know because I don't know if the Cardinals ever been somewhere to be back. Yeah. You know, because the jury was still out on the Cardinals. It was still out. It was still out and it's still out to this it's day. It's still out to this day. For sure. And it's still out on the Cowboys. I felt like, I, okay, I felt like the Cowboys was going to win the Super Bowl this year or get to the Super Bowl. I'm not so sure because now I'm starting to see signs of the Cowboys. The, 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 yes. <laughs> Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Remember last week we were talking yeah. about it, I was like, I don't even want to talk about it because the Cowboys, they'll hurt your feelings right now, boy. Yeah. They'll, they'll give you something to watch on a Sunday, yes. but they'll hurt your feelings. I mean, Dak was 24 for 38, 226, three touchdowns. Watching him play, he was very timid, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but crazy thing is, guess who was the leading rusher? Who's that? Dak was the leading rusher for the Dallas Cowboys. See, that's. And you got a hundred, a ninety million dollar running back behind yeah. you. You can't do that. Zeke only had nine carries, and then Gallup got hurt. He's Man, out for he's the out year. For the year, towards ACL. That's huge. The crazy thing is, he heard it pop before he caught the ball. Gotta give him his credit for still finishing the play. Yeah, because most people will just fell down and just call it a day. But there's really nothing exciting about what Dallas showed the other day. It looked like they went backwards mm-hmm. based off that previous week when they had that big win. Now, obviously. The big win when they scored all those points was against the Washington football team, Mm -hmm. which was a close game the first time they played two weeks beforehand. So you didn't expect them to show up and put up them type of points the second time they played the Washington football team, but they did. And then to turn right back around, a prime opportunity for them to beat a good team with a good record. Mm -hmm. They just dropped the ball on that. Uh, Kyler Murray was 26 for 38, 263, and two touchdowns. He held his own. A.J. Green has shown a little bit of life as we're getting further into the season. Okay. Uh, he's definitely not A.J. Green with the Bengals years ago, but he's showing a little life. And Kirk, who's that speedy guy that they have, he had six catches for 79 yards. So they had a solid day. I feel like Cowboys gave that game away at the end of the day. Uh, there's really, you know, it was very disappointing as a Cowboys fan to see them lose that game mm-hmm. and look like they never had a game plan. Yeah. Honestly, look like they never had a plan. Uh, but we'll move on to your potential MVP of the season, which is Green Bay versus the Vikings, where the Packers won 37-10. to uh, Didn't expect it to be that big of a gap, but definitely expected the Packers to win. Um, and again, you have Aaron Rodgers, who had another great day. Um, what was he? Aaron Rodgers, 29 for 38, 288, two touchdowns. Uh, they even put uh, Jordan Love in the game for a little bit. So 
he spread the ball around uh, 10 different receivers, 10, 11 different receivers. So they're doing their job. They're looking like they're poised for make a great playoff run, and their experience is ridiculous. Um, Devontae Adams had 11 catches for 136. He's doing his job. He's, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be he's doing. He's the best receiver in the game. He's sitting right. He's 1,498 yards, so he's two yards away from 1,500, 11 touchdowns. Um, we'll see how that plays out for him. I mean, he could be argument for player to, uh, offensive player of the year too, but we'll, we'll see. We will definitely see. Aaron Rodgers right now, uh, stat-wise, he's one of the top. Um, I think Aaron has – a little under 4,000 yards passing this year, 30, 35 touchdowns, four interceptions. And he has the highest passer rating in the league. He's like at 110. 111.1. Wow. 111.1. So it, for career, he's 104.4. So he's a legit quarterback. There's no ifs or buts about it. He's arrogant as all get out, 17 years experience. Is he arrogant, though? Is he just swag? I don't know if it's yeah. arrogant. I just think the way he walked, you may think it's arrogant, but he just he just got a lot of swag what about it. What did say? You can tell. What say? You can tell by the way I walk. I ain't from around here. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he has the confidence, and rightfully so. Yeah, you can't be mad at the guy. He's doing his job, you yeah. know. And one thing we didn't we, we we jump and we talk about who was it? Pittsburgh and Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Pittsburgh won twenty six to fourteen. I you know it's social media wise, you see so many things. Bashing Ben Roethlisberger, uh, there's like, how does he get away with those charges he got and never missed the game? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like people just always just knocking him. Mm-hmm. I've been one to do it too. Like I've, I'm just not. I felt like he should have retired two years ago, but he got a victory, and I felt like the team kind of rallied to keep them in the hunt for a potential playoff berth mm-hmm. to give him what he needs. It was good to see him interact with the fans after the game. My question is. Why, why is social media so big now on the stuff he did so long ago? I don't think it's now. It's always every year somebody says something about it. Because at the end of the day, if you want to look at stuff like that, you can say the same thing with Ray Lewis. You can same type. That was a whole murder, wasn't it? I think it was. You know <laughs> it was what I'm saying? A whole murder. <laughs> yeah, you got him. Uh, there's several players was a controversial That's true. things. I mean, I just feel like with Big Ben, I think. Whether this year or last year, if it put a sour taste in people's mouth because of his play or whatever it is, that still don't eliminate that Big Ben is still a Hall of Fame quarterback. And he did so much good for Pittsburgh, the town, the team. Like Big Ben, Ben, to me, he's been one of the most consistent quarterbacks. You know what you're going to get out of him. You know it. You know what? Now, this last couple of years may have been bad, but that don't negate nothing that he's done in his career. Right. I mean, he's thrown for 3,500 yards, 21 touchdowns, nine interceptions. He just does it in such an ugly manner. So he's always been an ugly quarterback. God, I mean, he was a 50% passer rating a couple of weeks ago, 70-something a week or two ago. He's going to scramble. And it just looks so bad. You can have guys draped on him. He gonna break tackles. He gonna scramble around and find a B somewhere. You know, <laughs> or Juju. That's how it used to be. He yeah. always was a ugly quarterback. Not saying physically ugly, but his style of play was just not your typical style. It of wasn't play entertaining at all. I mean, it was. <laughs> I mean, was he a beneficiary of having talented receivers? No. 
think he did his part. He did his part. Okay. He did his part because I feel like some of those receivers, they wouldn't be in where they was at if it weren't for Big Ben. I think they needed. I, I think when you come to quarterbacks and receivers, and I can I can say this from experience, receivers benefit from a good quarterback. For sure. And quarterbacks benefit from good receivers because I've been in some places where I had some a great quarterback, and also been in places where we had a real mediocre quarterback. And well, it showed. Let it out. Let's. And who it was showed. It? I want to know who the mediocre <laughs> one was. <laughs> we laughing. I want to know. I'm shake that one off. <laughs> let's move on. All right, let's move on. We got. We went to NFL.com for the first time this year for their power rankings. Um, sitting at number one, you have Green Bay at thirteen and three. They should be there. I agree. You have the Rams at twelve and four, sitting at number two. They should be there. Tampa Bay, twelve and four, sitting at number three. They. I feel like between them two, them and the Rams could flip flop. Yeah, two A, two B. I'm I'm fine with that. Then you got Kansas City at eleven and five sitting at four, and Cincy at ten and six sitting at five. That shouldn't be right because Cincy just beat Kansas City. Well, but that's what got Cincy at number five. Can't put them all in the top four. I kind of agree with that. You're right. That's what got them in the top five. Then you got the Bills sitting at ten and six, um, at sitting at number six. You got Tennessee at eleven and five sitting at seven. Number eight is New England at ten and six. Number nine is the Cards at 11 and 5, 10 Dallas 11 and 5. Where did you get this uh, power ranking this from? This is NFL.com. To me, this is the best power ranking that we had since we've been doing it. I agree. It, it, it yeah. is, is hitting right on the yep. head. It is for sure. Cincinnati's victory over Kansas City should jump them in front of the Bills. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily sure about getting them in front of Tennessee. I feel like Tennessee should be in front of the Bills as well. But the Bills, the way they've been playing, is, is so much upside with what they got going on. Yeah. And I feel like the energy that they've been playing with is basically promoting their power ranking. Yep. So um, it's very interesting to see. We'll see how it all plays out, man. But let's jump to the, the Premier Sports Academy question of the day. This comes from one of a, a, a listener that we uh, that says they've been consistently listening to the show. Mm-hmm. And the question is, for me and you, knowing injuries – Knowing the injuries we've received and the, some of the ailments we deal with today, mm-hmm. would we basically do it again? And naturally, we could end this and just say, hell yeah, put yeah. a stamp on it <laughs> and keep it moving. <laughs> Best times of our lives. Best time. Look, I would do this. I would do this every single day of the week. If I had to redo it, if I had to redo it today. No, I got to redo it tomorrow. I'll keep doing it because, like you said, this is the best time of my life, and we love the game. Yeah, we love it, and and knowing that we love the game, and knowing that that we know the injuries that come with it, mm-hmm. it's hard to stop something that you love, regardless of what you know it's going to be in the end. You know, you know, I, I think about this. You have multimillionaires that have been in business mm-hmm. and have killed themselves because business failures. Mm-hmm. You have people in that whole stock market world that jump from buildings because things go the wrong way. Yep. You have people get hit by a car crossing the road. You have people riding a bike out exercising and get hit by a car and now they're paralyzed for life. Yep. You have so many little things that pop up, but you're telling me I get to compete which no matter what, I'm always going to compete. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. You know yep. what I mean? Like it just you're born with that mentality, and then when the game stops, it don't mean we stop competing. If there's an opportunity to win a trophy, yep. 
I need an opportunity to get it. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's just like, I need to go get it because that's what we've been built off of for so many years. Mm-hmm. These injuries, they absolutely suck. But we also have some of the most, the, the, the best care of taking care of us when we had injuries while we were playing. Mm-hmm. Where if someone rolls their ankle playing an early morning basketball game at the local gym, that ankle going to hurt for how long compared to what our ankle was going to hurt for. True. At least I know, and I have an idea. Like, I have people now, I'm completely, entirely out of shape compared to what I was when I was playing. Mm-hmm. People still ask me for workout tips. And I'm like, dude, I'm fat. <laughs> like, you're asking me. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. like, we always in the back of our mind know what to do, yep. how to do it, how to get by, and we can do it. And then obviously, we, are t- we have a tough mentality regardless. We have a high tolerance for pain. Mm-hmm. We have those things that come with us because we've been playing that sport. Sit here and say, hey, I'm going to go out and play offensive line tomorrow. It's absolutely impossible. I give you a driver, even maybe a quarter. I'm going to compete. Physically, I'm going to break down. Faster than I would before. I don't know if I can give a quarter. You can. Because you ain't on the field the whole time. I mean. Literally, you're not on the field the entire time. So you can do it. No, Biggie. Oh, come on. You're going to warm up that first drive. You're going to get it going. You're going to warm up an hour and a half before the game anyway. But I'm just saying, you're going to get into it. Somebody hit T-Cop in the mouth right now. If we went out in that field right now, me and you. Mm-hmm. And I even come close to semi covering you on a route mm-hmm. because a ball was thrown and I start running my mouth as I would. Because mm-hmm. you know me, I'm a talk junk mm-hmm. because the ball was incomplete, had nothing to do with you. It was a bad ball thrown to you. Mm-hmm. Line it back up, Biggie. You're going to don't act like you're not. That's true. But we're going to line it back up for about two or three more plays. And after that, I'm dead, bro. Guess what? They run the ball a couple of times nah, in the middle of that. It, it may be different for offensive linemen. What do you mean? It's the worst position but in football. I'm just saying because it's just physical. But when it comes to playing that receiver position and you run into spread now like everybody's doing and you got to run go routes, jog back to that huddle, and it could be another run. But guess what? You still got to get to that safety and get the block. If you're not – but me right now, and I'm in shape, but I'm not in football shape. Well, let's back up. You're thinking going out there and being an elite T-Cop. Mm-mm, not even elite because – Shucks, even when I played and I was in my prime, it still was times where I was out there gassed. <laughs> for real. I'm telling you. So for me to feel like, okay, I can get off the – well, I'm not on the couch, but in a football terms, get off the couch mm-hmm. and go out there and I ain't played in what, nine years? You can give a quarter. And I can't give a quarter, Biggie. Yes, you can. I can give you a series. You can give a quarter. I can give you. I can give you a series right now. Unless I got back into football shape, quote unquote football shape. Right. Because a series, you don't know how long that play going to go, that drive going to go. Oh, for sure. You it know, don't <laughs> need to be no 15 players. No. No, no, sir. No, sir. I could give you, I could give you probably about, I can give you, I give you six, seven plays right See, now. See, that's me thinking like there's nothing harder about receiver. Now, oh, that, that's, my goodness. that's just my thought <laughs> process because I mean, be honest with you, right now, me going out there and my first play as J, uh, not J.J. Watt, but T.J. Watt, mm-hmm. this chance I'm out for the season after the first play. I get that. It's different down there, buddy. No, it's I ain't getting it. Oh, you I'm get to run that. around. Based on play calling, you can last a quarter. You can't. Based baby. on play calling, you're a backside receiver and they keep running away from you because they're having success. You, you can play the entire game. You can't. And this is the reason why, because for you, you're saying that, you know, it's physicality. The you physicality get, part down in the O-line, D-line is different. Exactly. I get that part of it. But as a receiver, you have to have cardio. And if you don't have that cardio, have your cardio up, 
you give me three sprints and you dead. Do you not remember the adrenaline rush to start off? That right there gonna zap you right yeah, there. Man. That first, that first, that first <laughs> drive, that first drive will knock you out of there. Bro. That's but, gonna zap you. But what I'm saying is, though, once you get it, you, it's gonna be that feel good feeling. You ever remember those moments where you were playing and you don't feel like you were really tired at the end of the game? Yep. But the, those are moments where, and you got to think about it. The process leading up to those moments, you've been practicing, you've been conditioning every day, you've been doing all those things. So you're going to have moments where, dang, I feel like I ain't played. But that comes because whatever the situation was in the game and because you are in shape. Mm-hmm. But if you're not in shape, if you're trying to take me off the couch and I'm just doing my workouts, working out and doing a little, but I'm not out there doing sprints and mm-hmm. agility stuff. For one, you're going to run a curl route and then an out route and then a post route and your leg, you're going to have so much lactic acid built up in your thighs right for the next plays. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to do it because you're just not in shape regardless of mentally what you're trying to do. Physically, your body is not in shape enough to go out and give a whole quarter. It wouldn't happen. You'll pull a hamstring before you play a whole quarter. Offensive line, I say a series. That's all I got. <laughs> um, I believe a receiver, no matter what T-Cop says, <laughs> I, he he has to admit this. It's on record that Big E believes in T-Cop. So T-Cop might not believe in him. Maybe off air I got to have a conversation <laughs> with you to boost your, your morale about yourself. I just know. Is your self-esteem low right now? I just know T- what T- it takes. You, you need a hug, T. You I got just- it. I just know what it takes to play at that level on at the receiver. I know what it takes. And right now, me getting off the couch, I ain't got it. But you're a killer high school kid right now, though. I'm right? getting work. <laughs> I get work. And the reason I get work, and I get work on film because even in high school, but when you get to that league, you're being evaluated every single play. So, yeah, the, the run may go away from me, but guess what? I got to sprint my butt Bro, to get that middle field safety. I, okay, so you're talking about playing in the next week's game. We're talking about one game. What you mean? Would you go back and do it? Oh, I would go back and play. This just might not be the best version exactly. of you. Exactly. Right, so that's <laughs> <laughs> but but to answer the question, absolutely would absolutely play the game of football for the rest of my life if it was physically possible. And I haven't heard any former player say otherwise. That's because that's what we know at yeah. the end of the day. Now, it was a two-part question. The second part of the question is, are there any pointers you would give to the young guys that are coming up that are going to be these high schoolers that are playing a lot. You know, we're Eastern North Carolina. They play both ways a lot. Mm-hmm. So there's those guys and got guys that are in college. Is there any pointers to those guys about, I guess, taking care of the bodies? And this is the one thing I'm going to say. There are so many. For the high school kids, it's really up to the parent how mm-hmm. much money they're willing to invest and in putting into their kids to get the right treatments. There's, there's so many more things that we have to help take care of the bodies now Mm -hmm. that we took for granted back in the day. True. The cold tub, I ain't getting in that thing, Mm -mm. but in all actuality, if I would have done it more, maybe I would have been a little bit better health wise, you know? Yeah. Uh, There's the, you know, you have these cryo chambers now Mm -hmm. that help bring your body back immediately. You have these massage guns that we didn't necessarily have back in the day to help loosen you up before you even get going. You got, the different supplements you can take for recovery. You have supplements that you can take to get you going. Mm-hmm. You know, the pre-workout stuff. There's yep. so many things to, to get your body going. Where back in the day, all we had was mentality. I got to outdo my teammate and this guy. I don't want to miss it because I don't want to miss reps. I don't want to get put second string when I was first string. So many things. But in all actuality, if you take care of your body, which is one of the biggest things, is stretching. Mm-hmm. 
Sometimes we can sit and say, oh, I worked out five days this week. One of them days is to be a full stretch day. Mm-hmm. Get a sweat from stretching, and it's very possible. Mm-hmm. You got to have these body workouts, these body weight workouts. You got to have that flexibility is so freaking important. I feel like all of my aches and pains I deal with now is because of the flexibility I've lost. Mm-hmm. Like, I, if I'm not stretching hamstrings fresh out the bed, I'm walking around with a tight back for the next hour and a half. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is. So you got any tips and pointers to these kids? Uh, that is the biggest thing, taking care of your body. If, if I could have went back, I remember when I, first, when I first got to the league, I was like a spring chicken. I didn't have to stretch. I went out there. I may did a couple of sprints, and I'm ready to roll, and I'm full speed. <laughs> you know, that truthfully, that is when, that is how I knew it was time for me to retire because I wasn't recovering as quick. Mm-hmm. Especially when I was young, I didn't have to, I didn't have to get in the cold tub right. uh, after practice. I didn't have to get in the, the hot tub before practice. I didn't have to get massages every week, you know, because mm-hmm. I was just a spring chicken. I was good. But once I start getting older and I start getting that cold tub more after practice, every day after practice, hot tub before practice, sometimes contrasting cold and mm-hmm, hot, mm-hmm. Uh, massages every week. Uh, like you say, the massage gun, different things like that. The cryo uh, wasn't wasn't a part of it when I was there. Right. I and mean, we had the hyper, hyperbaric, hyperbaric chamber, chamber. Yeah. but that was expensive. Yeah. You know, so recovery, 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 take care of your body because at the end of the day, when your body go, that's it. That's, that's it. it. And the first thing went on me that I knew it was time for me to go was my feet. <laughs> my feet started going, my hips started going, my back started going. It was times when my last, probably last two years, like we started doing individual out there, my receiver coach already knew. I said, Coach, I, I can't do nothing for you right now. I said, these pain pills ain't kicked in yet, and this five-hour energy ain't kicked in yet. So until that kick in, I'm out there looking like an old man. But once it kicked in. You were ready to go. Oh, I was ready to ride. So so with you saying all of that, we said, do you think if you would have started the massages and all of these cold tubs, even when you felt like you didn't need it when you were younger, if you would have done it, it would have yes. prolonged it, and you would have yes. been able to extend it for a couple more years. Yes. So that's my thing. We didn't know about full body massages as kids. Nah. So literally these high school kids, a lot of coaches, including myself, will say, oh, boy, you're young. You'll be all right. But no. in actuality. You won't be all right. <laughs> you won't be down the road. So nope. we need to go ahead and start these things now yep. so it becomes habit. So massage therapy, cold therapy, hot mm-hmm. therapy, saunas, massages, massage guns, stretch therapy. Yep. All these things start it now. That way when you are 40. Mm-hmm. You won't be feeling it already. Maybe you can prolong that thing to 45 before you start feeling it. You know what I mean? So I guess that's the big thing. It's kind of like a jogger. If you've been a runner, you stay running forever. Yep. Just keep running or you sit down for a while. That's it. It's it's over for you. So start that stuff now. Massages, they're they're everywhere. A lot of kids are going to have that issue about someone putting their hands on them, uh, touching their entire body. They probably struggle with that. It's kind of like that first day where you had to take a shower in the locker room for the first time where everybody was a little hectic and nervous about that. But- Go ahead and start getting those treatments now, and you will see the benefits later. It'll prevent injuries. You might not see how it worked, but the fact that you weren't hurt, guess what was working? All of those things that you should have been doing. Yep. You know, so we're going to leave from that. But that was the Premier Sports Academy question of the day, which will lead us into Antonio Brown, which we will basically talk about that more on the team, not the team page, but on the, the, the War Room podcast page on Facebook. We've had a lot of 
banter back and forth about what it is. It's a lot of he say, she say. So we're not going to get all the way into that, but we're just going to say we've never seen somebody walk off the field like that. That's wrong no matter what was said because you have 52 teammates out there that are your teammates and you're disrespecting them no matter what the reasoning behind it was. And at the end of the day, it's just you got to keep your composure as a grown man. You showed a lot of signs to your kids, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like he has sons. You made yourself look a little bit crazy because we're never going to know the full truth. It's always going to be he say, she say. You're going to have somebody for you and against you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do about that. That's just what it is. So guess what? Don't do that no matter what was said to you. Stay yeah. out there and then blast the coaches after the game if you felt the need to do that. Yep. But and, you don't leave the sideline the way you did. And, and I feel like – you hate to say that somebody has mental issues if they don't, mm-hmm. but also if he does have mental issues, hopefully he gets the help that he needs because I don't know his situation. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I wasn't there. We don't know what was said. If anything was said, we don't know if he just had a moment, a mental moment. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything. You know nothing. You know, and, you know anything. So You'll have people chiming in and say, oh, he's rich. There's no way he has mental health. Man, there's so many rich people struggling you with that. You work in mental health, so you man, know. That's exactly what I'm talking about, <laughs> man. Like, I literally, just yesterday, working with a mental health client, they were, able, they were able to get to the store to get a pack of cigarettes, and their whole entire day changed. But literally, it's early today, we talking about potentially going to a hospital, yeah. pack of cigarettes, because they were lacking, mm-hmm. got it, now they're Good. Cheerful. You so, never know. You just don't know what AB, man. You don't know if it, if he's just selfish. You don't know anything. You don't know if it's mental issues. That's why I say I don't want to put mental issues on him if he don't have mental issues. Mm-hmm. But if he do have mental issues, you want him to get help. For sure. For sure. And with that being said, man, we're going to get into the playoff picture next week after the season's over and see exactly who's in, who's out. We know a bunch of the division leaders and, you know, the Bengals and the Chiefs and, mm-hmm. you know, teams that already won the divisions, the Cowboys and, and all. All these teams that have already won the divisions, but we want to see where it breaks down to. You got all these shoulda, couldas, and if this happens and that happens, and if this happens and this team is in. So we're going to talk about the playoff picture next week on the show, Um, but we're going to wrap this up today because there's literally so much good football. We can't hit every single thing, and obviously the question today kind of extended a little bit. We talked about it a good little bit. So to answer that again, absolutely. We would do it again. Absolutely. Uh, I got the juice for a drive. <laughs> T-Cop got the juice for a drive. We're going to have a drink after that drive and, and, and get some ibuprofen in the system in immediately. Cold it's cold. a cold tub. You know what? I ain't doing the cold tub. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm just going to lay down for a while. A t- holler, if you play on Sunday, holler at me about Tuesday night. I should be about good. But that is the, for the show today. T-Cop, you got any closing statements? Uh, not at all. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, people. We appreciate you listening. Today's show is presented by Bet Online. Uh, get out there. Believe it's the, the promo code. Get your 50% bonus. Go and get that. Make some, play some bets in this last week of football, basketball, NHL, whatever it is. Place you some bets. You all right? So that's episode 18T. Happy New Year to people. We appreciate you listening. So y'all have a good one, a good rest of the week. Don't work too hard.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.